Pretty pumped about this week's podcast. In the house is Clint Hill. How are you, mate? Good, mate. And yourself? Good. I noticed your email says Clinton now. What's going on with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why all of a sudden I've added a D-O-N. Is it? Yeah, I don't Something know. Something new? I'm on. Okay, I like. I do like that. And we're going to rip the first podcast out about what is the combination of strength and conditioning and what do they both mean? Unreal. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. I'm going to throw on the end of that like I do every week, strength and conditioning. And we're actually going to talk about what those two words mean because they're thrown around a lot. Yep. We're going to talk about what it is and what the combination of them means. Yeah, great. So before we kick off, mate, why don't we just establish why you're talking about that? Yeah, look, I guess uh, this is a, a topic that comes up really frequently and is probably uh, thrown around a lot more than it used to be. Everyone's a strength and conditioning coach these days and, uh, you know, without qualifications in a lot of, a lot of cases. So I think first and foremost, almost getting the actual definition of what the words mean is a is a good starting point. All right, well, let's start with strength. Let's get straight into it. Look, I guess the, the sub-qualities of strength are, are, are the big part of this. You know, you can have a lot of different types of strength. And I think where people get confused is they'll see, you know, strength as, as max strength most of the time, rather than thinking of body weight as being part of strength or, you know, some types of, of combination between both. And what I mean by combinations between both is that looking at strength in the, in the emphasis of high rep range or low rep range. They're both different qualities of strength. Okay, nice. And mate, where does conditioning fall into that? Look, I, again, you know, the type of conditioning that you do is is about sending it for yourself, you yep. know, setting it up and actually understanding what you're trying to achieve. If you're a, if you're a long distance Ironman triathlete, your type of conditioning is, is endurance based. If you're someone who does 45 minute F45 style workouts, it's a very different style of conditioning that needs to be done there. So I think the, the crux of the matter becomes what is your goal to get the right result and i think far too regularly now we're looking at social media and seeing what someone else does and thinking that is what you need to do rather than looking at your wants needs and desires and going after that yeah man i love that like let's be really honest why do we call everyone strength and conditioning coaches then when you've just described potentially thousands yeah. of different variances of what that could be look uh, to start with the strength and conditioning coach must be qualified in in the field and what type um, of qualifications are we talking there? We're we talking there, yeah. Cert 4 and Fitness? No, so you must have an ASCA level one or above qualifications. So you don't need any type of PT set force for this. No, you, you can don't. go straight do that. You straight can go up, straight to that. But the the I think generally what you find is that people will do the level one strength conditioning post cert three cert four yep. or post level one CrossFit to get more education, to get more knowledge, and to I guess work work in a different field. And that's a highly recommended course by you, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it. There is there is no other in Australia or, or technically the world as this is the only international strength and conditioning qualification within Australia. And how does the pathway work for someone who starts that? Like you just talked about get your level one. Yep. What happens after that? Look, uh, I think the, the key factor realistically is you, you get your level one and you get some industry experience. You know, you, you get involved with, you know, your local footy side, your local soccer team, whatever it happens to be so that you can start to build on some of that knowledge that's learned. Learn for some good coaches around you and then, and then boost your knowledge. So, mate, um, that strength and conditioning in a nutshell. Yeah, look, I think that I think the biggest part about that is understanding that if somebody's at a regular gym, they can call themselves a strength and conditioning coach. Yep. But the qualification itself is what deems them to be set aside from that. So, when I do a level one ASCA 
Yep. Um, S&C course. What am I learning? So that's where you'll go through full periodization models, full recovery understanding, and also the acknowledgement of how to process teams. So therefore, you go through from assessment right through the the process of writing the programs and into off-season and, and then setting it back up again to go again. Nice. And when you talk, for those people who don't understand what periodization is, what's so that? Periodization is looking at, at a year as a snapshot or a synopsis and going through and breaking it up into periods of the year. So you might have a pre-season, in-season, post-season. You might have you know a period of pre-season under the next level where you're doing hypertrophy, where you're trying to grow muscle mass or you're trying to build endurance base, whatever the sport may be, and then moving into in-season and understanding how to maintain that and get through that whole process. And where does the strength part fall into that? Why, why do they call it strength and conditioning and not yeah. a conditioning coach? Yeah, look, I, I guess they're, they're uh, depending on what sport you're looking at, you yep. could actually have separate strength and a conditioning coach, especially sports like AFL. Uh, they really look at at separating those those areas. But generally, the reason that, that strength falls as part of that is because most of these sports are either contact-based or injury-based. Or so. And what I mean by injury-based is that they have severe injuries that occur from uh, overuse and impact. So the stronger you are, the less those injuries occur. Mate, any um, last words for a young man or a young woman out there that wants to take the path? Yeah, look, absolutely. Talk to a good quality coach around you. The ASCA website allows you to go through a mentor program. You can actually go through and learn from a highly educated coach. Okay, mate, thanks for coming on board. I think you've summed up what this is and what the combination means. Thanks for coming on board. Thanks very much, mate. Great. Hey team, it's Greg from Body Science here. The Hydroxy Burn Shred is back on shelf. It's our new therapeutic, has all the taste. And if you're looking for a better thermogenic, we've really pushed for the pursuit of a better thermogenic. Full disclosure on the labeling. What do we mean? Caffeine levels have changed. We all know the rules have changed. The ingredients have changed. The claims have changed. We have a clean label with premium quality ingredients for you. So what does that mean for you? You can look at things like metabolism, energy, sugar metabolism, fat metabolism, cognitive function, thyroid, and just general health and well-being. And it's all on the label. If you're taking a fat burner now and it doesn't say it on the label, have a look at it and go, why? Get on board.